As someone who's outside all summer, I found myself needing a way to protect and nourish my skin. And then I found the perfect solution, Blissomo's Photonic Light Shifting Solution. Photonic is an SPF 30 broad spectrum facial sunscreen and moisturizer, perfect for all skin types. With its tinted formula, no greasy shine, and organic herbs, my skin stays healthy and glowing all summer long. Photonic, where sun protection meets skin perfection. Visit Blasoma.com to get yours today. Hi, friend, and welcome back to the Live by Design podcast. I am really looking forward to sharing today's episode with you, friends, because I am joined by Jessica Jackson of the Thriving in Motherhood podcast. And we had a conversation all about how to have a thriving mindset even in seasons of life that are challenging and that are hard. So if you listened to the podcast earlier this week on Monday, I actually shared how I've been coming out of a season of challenge and I'm starting to have um, space in my my emotion, in my mental health, in my day. I have this this space and uh, room again to lean into my healthy habits. I'm no longer in that survival mode. I'm able to now layer new things back in or reintroduce things into my life, I should say, that have been really helpful and supportive for me in the past, but I just didn't have space for them in the last year. So I shared all about my return to running in Monday's episode. And to continue the theme of that conversation today, we are diving into these three pillars of thriving that Jessica shares with us. And friends, they are they are so um, tangible and actionable. So this is something where you get to learn and then you get to implement right away. And I actually asked Jessica onto the podcast specifically because I know that there are a number of women in the LBD collective right now. And I imagine if, if it's happening in the LBD collective, it's happening to our community at large where we have women who are in these in-between seasons. You're um, about to start a new career or you're transitioning out of an old one, or you're just considering a change or you've, um, you've come home with your children. Or for me, um, an in-between season I'm in right now is I'm wrapping up a season of being a full-time stay-at-home mom because my boys both start school this fall. And so I'm in this kind of in-between season right now before that starts. And so a lot of us, um, I'm finding in the, in our community, whether it's the collective or our community at large are either in these in-between seasons, or you're just in a really challenging season, which as someone who's coming out on the other side of one, I want to share with you resources that I personally would have found really helpful to have a year ago, five years ago, seven years ago, right? So that is why I sat down with Jessica and recorded about these three pillars of thriving and specifically how you can have a thriving mindset in any season of life. And this isn't going to be a conversation of like, will your way through it or just try harder. That is not this conversation at all. And that is why I'm so grateful for Jessica because she shares from this place of love and kindness and an immense depth of wisdom. So I am really excited to share this episode with you, friends. But before we press play on the episode, I would be remiss if I didn't thank today's podcast sponsor, Blasoma Botanical Beauty. Now, you all know that I love, 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 love Blasoma's products. They are plant-based, they are cruelty-free, and they actually work. I love nothing more than putting putting product on my skin that doesn't burn, that doesn't irritate, that I don't have to get a prescription for. 
And that makes my skin feel clearer and lighter and brighter for the first time in years. And I enjoy Blasoma's products so much. I have a morning routine. I have an evening routine, all of which cumulatively takes less than 10 minutes because let's be real. I don't have, I choose, or I don't have, I don't know the right way to say that the time in my day, um, to have a really lavish routine, (laughs) right? Like I get up and I've got a five-year-old and a four-year-old who want a breakfast bar and they want their juice refilled and they need help putting on Netflix for morning snuggles, right? Like my day gets started and it's going. And even though I take a little bit of time to get myself ready for the day, I don't have 30 minutes, right? I need a skincare routine that I can do in five minutes or less in the morning and five minutes or less in the evening. And then when I have a little bit more time, like when I take a bath or when I am having a little bit of self-care time, then I'll use my Blasoma face mask. Um, and I love their, their, uh, what's it called? Oh, my brain hurts. I love their sunscreen. (laughs) There we go. I spend a ton of time outside in the spring and in the summer and in the fall and in the winter all the time, really. (laughs) And their sunscreen is one of the first sunscreens that I have found where I can put it on my skin. I can get the protection I need and it doesn't clog my pores and it doesn't cause me to break out more and it doesn't burn (laughs) all the things. So if you are looking for a skincare routine friend that is cruelty-free, that's plant-based, that's that's a a woman-owned and woman-run business and based in the U.S., then Blasoma is absolutely the place for you. So just scroll down in your listening app now to join in their email list so that you are sent their 30% off coupon code for their summer sale. So their summer sale happens one time a year. And this isn't a gimmick. This isn't like it's surprise. It's back in six months. Like, nope, it's one time of year and you will be emailed a discount code on June 15th. And then the sale is the 16th, 17th and 18th of June. And I want to make sure that you have access to that as well, friend. Or if you want to just dip your toe in the water, use code live by design for 30% off your trial skincare set today. All right, friends on with the show. Hey friend, and welcome to the live by design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House. By day, you can find me living in small town PA, married to my college sweetheart, and leaning into motherhood as a stay-at-home mama to my two little boys and two pup dogs too. By night, I pursue my personal sense of purpose, which is to help as many of us high-achieving, goal-oriented women live by design and not default. As a certified behavior change specialist, health coach, yoga instructor, and top 3% global podcaster, I'm perfectly poised to help you ditch those feelings of overwhelm, get unstuck, and take aligned action so that you can go from trying to learn all the things all at once to being focused, action-oriented, and making weekly, if not daily, progress towards your goals in small, sustainable ways, because that's the secret to seeing big shifts over time. Together, let's explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. There's seriously nothing I love more than being the voice of a friend in your ear, to be the mindset and self-love coach who believes in you and knows that you're worthy of pursuing big, audacious goals. And I'll always be here as an unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. So pop in your earbuds, press play, and together, let's live by design and not default. Hey, Jessica, welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I am thrilled to have you here today. Thank you so much. It is an honor to be on your show. I love everything that you do with just empowering women to be able to move forward on the things that matter to them. 
Oh, thank you so much. I feel the same about you. There is nothing I love more than getting to connect with other women podcasters who support and love others so well. So I am super excited for this conversation today. But before we dive in, I would love for you to share with our audience a little bit about who you are and what you're all about. What inspired you to start the Thriving in Motherhood podcast? Well, thank you. Yeah. So Jessica Jackson, I've got four little kids. When I started the podcast, my third child had just been born. And so I had three kids, five and under, Mm -hmm. and I was like so hardcore struggling. Like it was such a hard season of life. And so I wanted to do something that would scare me that had nothing to do with my life. And I wanted a way to ask moms who seemed like they were doing well, what they were doing. And like, cause I just wanted to have joy. I wanted to enjoy the season and I wasn't. And so it really just started as a quest, a hope, a wish. Thriving was like my, my wish. And I know you don't just have, you know, moms here, but I think that as women, when you leave college or, you know, high school and you, at some point, the, somebody telling you what to do every day goes away. And you're left with open spaces. And that for me was incredibly disorienting. And then I added kids on it in hard seasons and challenges, you know, and then it was like total drowning. <laughs> but that is kind of the impetus for the Thriving in Motherhood podcast. Mm, I love that. I love, Jessica, that you took this season that was so challenging and you were like, you know what? Let's embrace curiosity. Let's talk to people who are are living in a way that feels in alignment for what I want for myself and that you allowed that to be the place that you started from. It sounds like a really kind place towards yourself to start from and how beautiful then that you get to share that with others. I think that is so beautiful. And I know that you've created these three pillars of thriving. And so was this created based on your own experiences and what you learned through this this season of exploration? Oh, yeah. This was like blood, sweat, and tears. And I lived through it and then could look back and see like, oh, there was a pattern here. Mm. But really kind of what started things for me was when my first child was born, we had just moved across the country. My husband was starting grad school. We had no family around. Our car did not work. I was in a cinder block, student housing with black water coming through the pipes. They tore it down like the year after we moved. And I was just non-functioning miserable. And until my second son was born or my second child was born. My son was born two years later. And I, you know, we had maybe gotten slightly better, but not awesome yet. Mm. And uh, when I was in the hospital, I contracted something called C. diff, which is a mm. superbug in your colon. And two weeks later, I was back in the hospital fighting for my life. And the thing that just really stuck out to me during that season of just in a hospital bed trying to recover was I wanted to start living again. Like mm. I was tired of just going through the motions. I wanted to enjoy my life with my kids. And so that really kicked off my quest. And and the lovely thing was, is even though I was really struggling, I am someone who knows how to get things done, how to batch projects. And while I was doing laundry and feeding my you know daughter and doing all those things, I was binging on Michael Hyatt's This Is Your Life podcast. <laughs> I was studying about goal setting and you know planning productivity research, like all the things. And I was also observing these moms around me and saying, you know, just being aware like, hey, this is really interesting. Or I, I binged, listened to... Uh, they know they really wouldn't podcast that much, too many podcasts about homeschooling yet, but I got all the books from the library from homeschooling moms and read just the section on how they manage their homes. Cause I was like, <laughs> if they can do school and home and go school, like kids, all that stuff, then surely I can learn something from them about like managing home stuff and 
And that spread to me actually loving homeschooling, the idea of homeschooling. And anyway, so during this time, it's like I had been collecting all these ideas and I needed a way to put them together and move forward on it. And so this is where I created my first vision. It was, you know, that right after my son was born. So I created that vision and then I needed something, a way to move it forward. And so that's where I created my own planning system so I could make that vision a reality. So that was kind of the first you know, piece of the puzzle. And then I realized um, we had moved. So my third child was born. I'm like in the thick of it, started the podcast. We moved across the country for my husband to start a job in Connecticut. And we were only there for nine months. And my, I ended up <laughs> dislocating my shoulder a few weeks after oh, we no. moved and needed five months physical therapy. And I had hernia surgery and I had a miscarriage all in nine months. Oh, my and goodness. my husband's starting a new job. We're looking for a new job. We're buying a house in the South, like very intense time. And I realized even though I had come really far with, um, kind of figure out what I wanted my days to look like. And my days did look like what I hoped for. Like I was taking my kids on nature, you know, even despite all those things, we were going on like nature adventures and I was making wolf pom-poms with them, you know, just like we were having a good time. And yet I was so miserable. And so this is where I learned about the need for that soul pillar, because even when life looks good on paper, it can still feel awful. Mm. And so that is where this came into place. And and the thing, you know, it's kind of the idea of taking care of your mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health. This is really where I think you shine a lot in talking about mindset, because for me, understanding what a cognitive distortion was, mm-hmm. understanding that all the times I think should, I should be doing this. It's a, it's a distortion. That's not a helpful way of thinking. Understanding, you know, I learned it from cognitive behavioral therapy. Coaches teach it. There's all, you know, whatever model you want, but the, the reality is that you can be aware of your thoughts, decide if it's helping you or not, and learn to change it. For me, it's a very prayerful experience, you know, mm-hmm. seeking to look at the world differently. Um, but that was kind of where the second pillar came from. And then my third pillar is structure. And I've been working on this one for a long time. But the idea is that you're automating these systems and routines that help the essential things happen. Because if you want to create more time to do things you love, you've got to have some structure in place. And so I feel like that is a journey that, you know, I I, I just, we keep, my husband and I keep talking about like raising the standard of living and with every system we get in place for just raising our standard of living. But kind of the idea here is, you know, I spent seven plus years figuring out how to get these three pillars in place so that this is what even matters. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is once you realize how essential you are, you can work backwards and realize why you feel like you're surviving. Mm-hmm. Is it your vision pillar? Do you not know what you're doing in the day? Do you not do you not have something to get excited about? Is the reason why you're watching Netflix for two hours at night because you don't know what you want to do? You want to do something, but you don't know what it is. Or is it um, structure, right? Like, is are you putting out fires all day long? And and so you're incredibly stressed and everyone's screaming at you and it's, you know, wearing on your emotional batteries and you're like overstimulated and you just want to hide because everyone's upset because they don't know what you're eating for dinner. You know, that's a structure problem. Or is it a soul problem? Are you, you do look around at your life and you're like, why am I not happy? I have everything I want. Okay. Well, it's probably we need to look at thoughts or we need to look at your physical, taking care of your body or taking your mind, taking care of your soul. Um, and anyway, so it kind of just helps give you this idea of, why am I struggling and what can I do about it? Because I am a very proactive person, right? Like if there's a problem, I want to solve it. And so for so long, I was like, what is the problem? And so this is how I could figure out what the problem is. I love that. Well, I love your go-getter attitude. Like when you talk about going to the library and getting out the books and then looking at specific chapters that related to where you are. I like to say that I'm an expert researcher. So as you're sharing that, I'm like, yes, get it, Jessica. Like, I, I love that we live in this age where if we are desiring to learn about something, there is no shortage of YouTube videos, blog posts, books to get from the library. I mean, there's so many free resources out there. And I love that you didn't let 
all the resources, like sometimes the totality of them, it almost keeps us stuck because we're like, well, where do I start? There's so many to choose from. And I love that you're like, I'm just going to focus on one thing at a time and how you develop these three pillars over a seven year period is so beautiful because, you know, these things don't happen overnight, right? They take years to refine and hone and you've become such an expert. So I would love for you, if you could explain how scope, structure, and soul, how these three pillars can allow us to have this idea of a thriving mindset. I love how you use that word thriving. I'm like, oh, that it feels electric to me when you say that, um, especially when we're in a hard or challenging season of life. How can we allow those pillars to support us? Yeah, that is such a great question because, as I mentioned, you can be surviving because one of your pillars are off, Mm -hmm. but you can also be surviving because of life and you don't have control over that. Might be a hard pregnancy, might be a job loss, might be a move, might be a rough patch in marriage, might be, you know, all the things, right? You might Mm -hmm. be sick, your kid might be sick, your spouse might be sick, or partner, like all the things that life just throws at us, none of us can get away from that. And so, partly recognizing that. That is temporary. Like one mm-hmm. of the first, you know, keys of these survival seasons is recognizing that they're temporary. And I and I will say there's a different the hard season versus your three pillars being off. Mm-hmm. There is different skills. There's different, you know, sets that you need to do and address them differently. If it's a pill, if it's a pillar problem, then you need to go strengthen that pillar. If it's a season problem, then we need to use our survival mode skills, mm-hmm. which are different. So can I share a few of those with you? And I will also say the beautiful thing about the three pillars is that if you spend time when seasons are good, building these pillars, this is what my technique, I have really hard pregnancies. Like I do not walk and I'm really sick. So if I spend the time in between my pregnancies, building up my pillars, it takes a lot longer for things to fall apart. Mm -hmm. And so, or, you know, and it doesn't even have to be a hard pregnancy, right? Like a thing is coming. So, and not in a bad way, it's just part of life. It's how we learn. (laughs) But um, like, as we work on this effort of strengthening our pillars, that carries us through these hard seasons because you have systems in place, because you have a vision. That vision doesn't go away just because you're sick. You can still make progress on things, even when things are hard. Mm. That being said, let's talk about the survival mode skills because it is a different skill set. So the first thing is that it is temporary. Mm. And and the way that I kind of came across this, this is a five-step path from surviving to thriving. And I'll just do it real quick because for me, when I, I'm kind of, looked back and reworked this path, it changed everything for me because I used to be so scared of being in hard season. Or when I was in that hard season, it was like the most depressing, desperate thing because it felt like it would last forever and I didn't know what to do. And things do fall apart. And so you feel like you're behind on everything and it's just miserable. So the five steps are first, you're in survival mode. Circumstances are bigger than you. You're drowning. Second is re-entry. It masks itself as survival mode. People think they're still surviving, but really you're just catching up on laundry and dishes and relearning how to brush your teeth and get dressed in the morning. So it's just kind of catching back up. The third is normalizing. That's when you start getting your dishes going again and your laundry going again and your, you know, the meal planning going again, the basics. Fourth is exploring. So that's figuring out like, okay, what do I love again? Because if it was a short season, it might be not a big deal. But if it was a long season, you're going to have to do some exploring and figuring out what do you want your life to look like? You know, you I think you'd help a lot with this concept, right? And then fifth is thriving. That's when you get back to building your three pillars. Mm. So um, that's kind of like so helpful for me because you might feel like a lot of people say like, oh, we're just surviving or I'm a hot mess mom. Like the entire time you're on that five-step path. And I want to just say you're not, right? Like you have to see that progress and you have to let yourself experience the winds of every step along that path. And so that's the first thing. It's temporary. Celebrate the wins as you go. 
Um, as far as like that actual super hard season, there's four things that I like to do to really navigate that well. So the first one is when you can't do a lot, because often when those circumstances, it's they're bigger, whether it's the sickness or or you did a summit. Did your life get look different when you're doing a summit? Like I would consider that a survival mode season, right? And you probably had to go through that re-entry and all of these like steps because maybe you weren't doing the same systems and routines you normally do, right? Um, so it can even be a good thing that gets you in these circumstances, okay? Um, so when you can't focus on all the things that you want to do in this season well, maybe with your family, who do you want to be? So for me, like when I'm sick on the couch and dying, like all I can focus on being is like, I can smile at my kids when they're in the room. Like when I was recovering from surgery, I can't do anything for them. But when they come into the room and talk for me for five minutes while I'm recovering, I can listen to them. Not much more, but I can do that. So decide who you want to be when things are hard. The second thing that I like to do is end the day thinking about my big wins and magic moments. So big wins for me is anything like it could have been that I smiled when my kid came into the room instead of yelling at them. Or it could be that you started the dishwasher at night, even though you're really tired after recording all day for your summit, right? Like there's lots of options for what a big win is, but everything is on the table. Mm. Um, the magic moments, I like to think about those as the moments that I had with somebody. I think mom guilt or I don't know, high-performing woman guilt, whatever you want to look <laughs> at it, right? Like we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. And so um, instead focus, shift that focus instead of where you're lacking in your relationships to those magic moments that you had in your relationships, a really good conversation you had with your husband, something fun that you did with your child, like something you do with how you showed up as a good friend, right? Those are those magic moments. Um, and then we want to look at something to be excited about. So in your circumstances with the summit, maybe the, that was exciting enough for you and that pulled you through. Um, but if you are sick, if things are hard, if you are miserable, if your marriage is falling apart, whatever it might be, you need something to get excited about. Now, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. When we had moved to Connecticut and I had the three little kids and I had dislocated my shoulder, I look forward to reading Winnie the Pooh to my kids every day. That was the bright spot in my day. It doesn't have to be grand, but it has to be something to look forward to. Otherwise, you are going to drown in despair. Ask me how I know. Um, <laughs> so, so there's that. And then the final thing is to write a have to list all the things that you absolutely have to do and then simplify it. So is, you know, get really aggressive. But that is kind of like the basic, most core, you know, skill set, those tools that you can develop when you are in a hard season. I'm going to add a bonus. Can I give you one yeah, more? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. This question. Or this one I learned sitting, I was, this is my third pregnancy and it was so excruciatingly hard. Not like it was physically excruciatingly hard. And I knew that because my second was hard, but like my third one was even harder and I was so miserable. And I, I went out to the park. Well, actually my friends would meet me at the door at like eight in the morning and they would roll us out to the park. We were in grad student housing. So we all lived close together and we would just like, I would lay still and throw up in the bushes and my, all of our kids would play. Yeah. And so one day I was complaining with kind of complaining to my friend about all the things that I couldn't do and that weren't going well that I had no control over. And she goes, well, that all sounds like your circle of concern. What's in your circle of influence? This is from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People with Stephen Covey. And I was like, uh, and her mom called. And so she walked away for a minute. I pulled out a paper plate and a pencil and I drew my little circle of influence and circle of concern. And I had a whole lot in my circle of concern and on my circle of influence. The only thing I could come, with, come up with was eat and smile. And she's like, that's a great start when she came back. You know, that's a great start. It'll get bigger. And I was like, oh, I'm so mad at you right now. But <laughs> she was right. You know, she was right. The more I focused on what I could do, um, the more things I found. 
Mm-hmm. And so that is when things are hard and when you're in a hard season, it is so easy to play the victim. It is so easy to complain. It is so easy to look at all the things that are not going well that you don't have control over. But instead, when you can get honest with yourself and see like, what is it that you can do that's in your circle of influence, you'll find that there is a lot, even mm-hmm. if it starts out with two things, you know, and even if it's just smile, it's a start. And so... um That is how I have learned. Like that third pregnancy, I barely made it through. I felt like I was just squeezed out in all directions, you know, by the end. And it took a long time to recover mentally and emotionally from that pregnancy. But my fourth pregnancy was even harder. My body fell apart even greater than what I thought was possible. Like a wheelchair walker, the whole nine yards. And yet mentally I was fine because I did these things, you know, and it carried me through a really hard season. And I was happy, even Mm -hmm. though there was no other, nothing else changed. If anything, it got worse. And so like, these are battle tested ideas, (laughs) not like something nice, battle tested survival mode ideas. Yes. Oh, I so appreciate that, Jessica. And the way that you so um, beautifully share about these difficult seasons. Um, I too had really hard pregnancies, not quite to the extent of yours, but I couldn't keep it down the whole nine months. Like it was, I went through my first depressive episode in my first pregnancy because I was like, I thought I was supposed to be glowing and I feel like I'm dying. Like it is um, such a blessing to be able to be pregnant, but it was a really hard season. And so as you're sharing, you guys can't see me, but I'm like nodding my head like, yep, uh (laughs) uh-huh. And so I'm, I'm so grateful for you sharing this because I know that we have a number of women, not only in my group coaching program, the LBD Collective, but women who are listeners of the podcast who shared with me that they're in these seasons that are just, that are hard, that are challenging, or it's an in-between season um, where a, a lot of times, you know, it's circumstances outside of their control and they're in this season and it's, and being able to share an episode like this with them just makes me so grateful for you and your expertise because it makes me feel hopeful hearing these steps and just knowing like, okay, these are the five steps and, and now I can start to recognize which one I'm in. Right. And I would love to know if you wouldn't mind sharing as we round out this conversation, since these are the steps when we're in that survival mode, when we move to those three pillars of thriving, can you just share with us one more time what each of the pillars are and maybe just one or two or three things that kind of supports that pillar? So that way, when the people who are listening, who are like, I'm in that season of yuck, (laughs) but I see the light at the end of the tunnel. And when they do get to that point where they're like, all right, I want to start really building up these pillars again so that I am ready for when life inevitably happens again. Um, what what are some of those things that you would share? Absolutely. Okay. So um, three pillars. We'll start with soul. We'll go backwards this time. It's because that soul pillar is one that you can work on even when you're in that hard season. And I think it's a great one. Like if you were, that's a being, you know, thinking thing that you can do even if it's while you're taking a shower. Um, so I actually have the Thriving Motherhood Journal that I designed for this reason to really help with that thriving mindset. But you know, again, basic review, uh, asking these questions, okay? What is it that um, you're grateful for? What were your big wins today? You know, if God, however spirituality is in your life, I mean, I like to ask how, how have you seen God in my life today? I know there's, you know, a gazillion riffs on that. So whatever one applies to you, um, the magic moments. And then the final one here that you talk about too is, how are you thinking? You know, that mindset and and look at those thoughts and challenge in it. And again, you can always add in more like, you know, the there's a gazillion, right? All the self-care habits, brushing your teeth and taking a shower and exercising. But really, if you can just start there with, you know, starting from ground zero, that is a really helpful spot for the soul pillar. 
Um, the second one I want to focus on is vision. And this is one where you might know exactly what it is that you want to be doing. I typically when it comes to this vision scope pillar, there's four women that I talk to either you're bored and you don't have any clue what you want to be doing. You're frustrated because you know exactly what you want to be doing. You don't feel like you've got the support, the time, the energy, whatever to do it. Um, you are so busy, but you don't feel fulfilled in anything also lacking vision or you living in alignment, you know, and you feel like you're spending time and energy on the things that matter most to you. So you might, you know, wherever you fit into one of those quadrants, I think it's important in that season. I love these. Honestly, the survival seasons have been big gifts to me because they give me time to slow down and create that vision. You can create it when it's big and fast too. But for me, it's been like a beautiful experience of having a little bit more space in my life. I mean, not really, but kind of, you know, thinking time to think about what do I want my life to look like? So I have the Thriving Motherhood Planner that has like a, and with a five-day create your vision challenge that's, Mm -hmm. you know, in it, a workbook, or you can just do the workbook without the planner. But what I, when you want it just like most simple, not doing it for five days, not asking a gazillion questions, what I love to look at is either what's stressing you out most right now. Because I think sometimes if you don't know like what your vision is, what what I want to be doing, I think asking what is stressing you out most right now will help give you some clarity about what your next steps are. Because this isn't about like traveling the world. This is about owning what matters to you. So it might be your laundry system. It might be writing your book. It might be figuring out how to get the kitchen clean before you go to bed at night. Um, The important thing though, is that you don't fall victim to that and feel like, oh, like I have to do this thing. It's like, no, if you're not excited about it, don't put it on your vision right now. Go find something you're excited about. There's a gazillion options. So that's the second one, vision pillar. And then third is that structure piece, which is, I would look at, again, if you pick something that you're frustrated about that's not going well and it's like a you know a home management thing or something that you want to be doing, I always look at how can I make this easy to do? And so I think this is why people love minimalism so much because typically you're like emptying, you know, wiping the slate clean, creating blank space to make things easier to do. Um, that's like the real, that's why it's life-changing because it makes it easier to do the things you want to do, right? It's those habits. So I would think about, you know, with a structure, what is something either that you is driving you crazy and you need it to stop? You know, if it's the dishes in the sink, great. Let's figure out a system for your dishes. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you want to do? You want to start watercoloring at night instead of watching Netflix? How can you make it so dang easy for yourself to watercolor at night instead of binging TV for two hours? Mm-hmm. So you kind of just look at um, that piece by piece by piece. And like, this is what I teach in my uh, made to soar program or, you know, all the three pillars. But I think that is just such a great starting spot for anybody who is going from that super hard season and wants to start being intentional about getting out. Mm, that's so beautiful, Jessica. I am, I'm so grateful for everything that you've shared today. I feel like uplifted from this conversation and I know our community will feel the same. It's so, you hold space for others so beautifully and you speak to where so many of us are or have been in the past. And it's nice when you're in that challenging season to feel seen by somebody and to not only be seen by somebody, but then to be given this roadmap for recognizing where you are and where you'll be going in the future. So thank you so much for this time. And I know everybody is listening to this and they're like, how can I get connected with Jessica? How can I get my hands on the planner? Can you tell us all the places we can find you online? And then I know you had a special coupon code for our listeners as well. Yes. So, okay. So thrivingandmotherhoodpodcast.com is the hub for everything. You can find it there. I recently started uh, podcasting for five years. So if you go to any of your podcasting channels, you can find Thriving and Motherhood Podcast. But I recently started YouTube doing that on there. So you can find that Thriving and Motherhood and Instagram as well. So go to the website and you'll probably find it all. And then the coupon code... Yes. I gave that to you. Yes, we have Live by Design 30 for 30% off of your planner and your journal. 
Yes, which is a physical product shipped to you like a rare thing these days, but very fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I am I'm a old school paper planner. I use both Google Calendar and a paper planner. So I yeah. love that so much. Jessica, thank you so much for your time today. And friends, I'll have links to everything below in the show notes so you can connect with Jessica, tune into her YouTube channel or listen to the podcast and get your hands on the planner or the journal today. Jessica, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been absolutely delightful. That brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope you're walking away with one action item that you're going to commit to implementing in your own life starting today. And speaking of implementing change in your own life, if you haven't already joined our free Facebook group, I would love for you to become a Live by Design podcast insider. You can get in community with other goal-getting women over at misskatehouse.com slash community which is linked to below in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to subscribe to the Live by Design podcast wherever it is you tune into your shows. If you've enjoyed three or more of these content-packed episodes, I would be so, so grateful if you do me the favor of opening up Apple Podcasts on your smartphone, find the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and leave a five-star rating for the show and a simple one-to-two-sentence review. This is the kindest way you can thank me for hosting the show week after week totally for free, and in doing so, you're actively helping me grow our community of women who are choosing to live by design and not by default. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, friend. And when you're ready to go to the next level, my website, misskatehouse.com, which is linked to below, holds everything you need to know about my one-on-one coaching options, the LBD Collective, the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass, my upcoming summit, and even a bunch of free resources like the all-time fan favorite monthly habit tracker, which also comes with intention setting and monthly reflection prompts too. I'll be back in your earbuds again soon. And until that time, spread some joy, make someone smile.